Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Kingdom Says Podcast. I am your host as always, Garrett Williams, at Garrett720 on Twitter. And joining me as always, my boy, Kyle Henning, at Kthen16. Kyle, how are you doing this fine evening? It is a Friday night. I've got a hockey tournament. Well, maybe have a hockey tournament this weekend. We'll see if the ice stays frozen or not. Um... It's good. It's been a good last couple of weeks. We got some OTA looks and whatnot. I'm um, not super happy about one of the topics we're going to have to discuss, but uh, no, pretty good. Pretty excited. Ready yeah. for this? Ready for this weekend? We'll see. Uh, I, I'm for those of you who don't know, I'm I played hockey my whole life, and I've I've missed the last roughly 18 months due to a dislocated kneecap that uh, didn't ever really get back to full strength. Right, so. First, first time in playing full games in, in 18 months, so we'll be excited to see how this weekend goes, too. Right on, right on. And speaking of uh, injured lower legs, I guess, great segue uh, to get right into God, it. God, I hate transitions that Man, I give away so easily. that was easily. a great one. Uh, <laughs> uh, so coming out of training or uh, OTAs here, Chiefs news, uh, Kyle Long, Chiefs guard, uh, suffered a lower leg injury in practice and is expected to be out uh, at least – you know, until training camp, probably through uh, training camp. Yeah, through training camp. Uh, they're saying per reports that he should be ready for week one. Uh, it was initially reported as a uh, a fractured Broken foot, or I think it was initially reported as a fractured kneecap as well. Well, I, so I've seen. Here's yeah, what, been some, here's why been some people reports. need to stop tweeting crap. Yeah, and stop with things like I saw broken foot i saw broken kneecap i saw torn torn ligaments in his kneecap yeah all of and which, then andy, by the way not accurate yeah so andy did come out and say they don't think it's any ligament things so that's no nope. one indication but yeah it did, so it did what just i think happened to lower leg. now i just t- chastised everybody for firing out random tweets <laughs> but from the sounds of everything that's been ruled out it sounds like a dislocated kneecap yeah which, which is exactly what i did except he has world-class doctors and they didn't let fucking fluid sit on it for three weeks and it tear all kinds of shit up yeah like, it's sorry for all the what... harsh language but that's that's how that works when you're dealing with knee injuries they suck man they're awful yeah they're exactly. horrible i don't care what kind of knee injury if it's even if it's just the little tiniest one they are absolutely horrendous and for an offensive lineman yeah that's a big thing several hundred pounds knees are important yeah so the the reason that the other reason i say that i think it might be the dislocated kneecap is because I was presented the option to have surgery. Like you don't have mm. to have surgery with yeah. a dislocated kneecap. It and depends on the, it... the stuff. And Andy said he yeah. might have to have surgery and they don't think it's ligament damage. So what happened with mine is I dislocated my kneecap. It cut a little tiny piece of cartilage off. that's still floating around in there. I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to have it taken out because the doctor said, look, man, if you go in and have surgery, you're probably going to have your knee dislocated again. Mm. Now it's like 50, 50 either way. 
but it's a higher percentage chance once you have the surgery that it's going to happen again. And it's a pain in the butt. Right. So, and he said, now you're eventually will have to have surgery because it will start to dislocate again over time. And then it'll create a groove in the kneecap and then they have to go in and fix that. That's what the surgery is for. Hmm. But they don't, the surgery is not mandatory right away. If you, if the injury itself is not bad enough to where it like cut off a bunch of cartilage and there's a bunch of crap floating in there. Right. Could be a scope for his knee too, where sometimes they just take that little thing in there with a little suction cup thing and go zoop and suck all that junk out that's floating around. Yeah. And because it was reported as like a fractured kneecap initially, it's, it would make sense that it's something to do with the kneecap. And we saw obviously Patrick Mahomes had his kneecap dislocated. Uh, that was year. some wizardness. I still, yeah. he came back in like, three weeks which was crazy but also he was ready to play that night yeah he was like kind of fine that was a i think they described that as like kind of a minor dislocation which i don't know if there's a minor or if that's even like a thing so you that's, know it might well, be a little more severe technically actually that's what they said mine was it was a minor dislocation that yeah. caused it cut off a little tiny piece of cartilage so the last two times i've gotten to talk about my knee is strictly because we've had two guys do very similar things it yeah, sounds like now it's crazy and it's wild because like Mine was on a random nothingness too. I standing still and turned my body didn't turn and my knee popped out. Yeah. So it's interesting. Patrick Mahomes did it on a quarterback sneak, which has I don't think ever happened in an NFL game before. A quarterback I, blowing out a it knee. It also matters because I think they they popped it back in so quickly. That might have mm -hmm. helped some too. I'm not sure, you know, how what happened. They might have not, yeah. you know, initially diagnosed that as an dislocated kneecap when they got to him on the field. But they're, yeah. if they're, you know, if they're uh, estimating that he's going to be out for like, you know, three months, it's got to be something probably a little more severe, you'd think, unless it's just worse than Patrick's, but not. But also, I guess there is a things. distinction because Patrick Mahomes, you know, 25 year old young yeah. You know, not he's, not you know very heavy as opposed to an offensive lineman who's you know older coming out of retirement. Like you know, he did. He said he did everything right to get you know his body ready, and I believe him. It's just you know that's probably mm -hmm. a, a freak thing that happens. But you know, the his other part age of it is Patrick Mahomes like is Gumby. Like that yeah. dude is made of he's rubber. Just, he's a, a he's an outlier. Yeah, in a lot of things. But so um, uh, like I said, I sucks for Kyle Long. I'm yeah. frustrated now that. That gives there's a little bright side. There's a tiny wait a minute, hold on. Now it stinks for Kyle Long because I was really excited to see him back on the field. But he doesn't really need like training camp, say it necessarily. He's a vet vet. Like mm -hmm. he's an old dude. Now, would it be helpful for the chemistry and stuff and all that and getting used because it's a new offense? Sure, great, fine. I have no no worries about his ability to digest the offense and play well inside a scheme once he's in it. I just exactly. don't. <clears throat> With no Laurent due to Vernet Tardif right now. Yet, yeah. He'll be here. I mean, I'm not telling y'all he's not coming, but he's not there yet. <laughs> yep. That meant Trey Smith got a boatload of work. And yep. I will tell you this I don't expect that to be all that different, even when Larry gets there. Yeah. I'm Andy not sure. Heck was drooling over Trey Smith. Like, listening to these guys talk about that dude, look, man, they told us the same thing about Legarius last year. When you start seeing certain people say things like, hey, man, they really like this dude. Hey, he's probably going to be a difference maker. Yeah. Well, you're starting to see, like, Verteram the other yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. Verteram hey, came out with a report Trace that says, like, he is going to be the next man up. And if, even Chief Bearcat kind of diagnosed from some uh, some – 
OTA photos that they released yep. of, of the Trey helmet. Smith. Yeah, the we little got helmet our, thing. We got our crack FBI, Chief yeah. Kingdom FBI so Trey Smith is working with, with the, uh, photo the first team. Skills. Trey Smith is working with the first team in place of Kyle Long for right now. And like we said, it's probably going to be di- It might be different, but yeah, I think when Larry gets here, I think he's definitely, he's probably going to be slotted into the second team. So if Trey Smith is working with the ones before anybody else even gets here, and you, so your depth chart was Kyle Long, Trey Smith. Yeah. That means LDT is three. Well, yeah, well, LDT will probably be two for right now. And sure, then sure, but what, when Kyle Long gets back, it's going to be yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. So that's that's all fine. Those three are pretty much locked in, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Andrew Wiley, line one. Anybody? Bueller? No. Yeah, he is like. Yeah, he's probably gone. One. He definitely would be trade uh, candidate number one. He's he's probably gone. Um, especially with because Austin Blythe. Well, because Austin, yes, because Austin Blythe's versatility. He also he was a guard yeah. before he was a center. Well, I think I think my yeah he was yeah he definitely played he played guard and center for the Rams and he played both of them mm-hmm. very well. So it's like you can slot him at guard if you need, but he's probably in my in my eyes he's probably the backup center. Center. He's the backup two. center and the third guard. Yeah, and exactly. at that point you don't need Andrew Wiley. Well, I guess you know. Because you have be Alex Reddy as the backup guard, guard and the backup third center on the left side. Right. Yeah, so at that so point... So what part does Andrew Wiley fit into this? Unless they like really wanted to transition him into tackle full-time and you know have him... you know, Which he did mm. play. He's played his rookie year. He's played Ooh. before. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Don't do that. I'm not no, saying it's no, great, but I mean, no, he, no. you know, Andrew, that might be where look, they see I'm, him this better. Is not a knock, this is not a knock on Andrew Wiley. He's a guard. He is not a tackle. And that got shown to us on a very open display. Yeah, I agree. He hasn't played great when he's played tackle, but I mean, he's played it before. They might decide, you know, if they give him a full offseason because they okay. kind of always where, played where? him How? at How? Where do they put him at tackle? Where's well, the tackle depth that he slides in at? Because you got right tackle? Brown. You got Brown. Yeah, you, you have Rimmers. Right well, you have Rimmers in the Yang at right tackle. You have mm. two right or back tackles. up left tackle. I guess you could slot Wiley at, which I mean, you cannot put him at left him. tackle. Maybe not. Maybe switching him. That's switching to another side. Maybe that's what I'm saying. That. You cannot put him at left tackle. So seems like no Andrew Wiley there. is just uh, out of luck. He just seems like he's not. That's what I'm saying. Anywhere. Unless this he just like, like really the... falls out in training camp and outperforms like LDT or someone, which it'd be a it'd be interesting because he's slowly regressed from his rookie year. He was the Mackley yes. Hill award winner in his rookie year. He hasn't gotten better. Technically his rookie year for us. And yeah, he's slowly declined. So it'd be, I mean, I guess, you know, in the, in the words of the great late, great Therese Paylor, the contract year is undefeated, but I don't know if it's uh the contract year is going to be good or it's contract year is going to work out for Wiley this time. I think his contract year was last year. Yeah. Well, this was, what is this his fourth year going in? Is this his fourth year going in with the team? Yeah, basically. But they've already made the decision. Like, yeah. th- they said at the end of last year, after they got whooped all over that front, that they're going to make well, some changes here. You didn't make it, bud. That's basically what they said. Because they went out and signed. We have, what, 14 offensive linemen on this roster right yeah. now? Yeah. It. They definitely clearly wanted to bring in some new things and see what was available. And I'll tell you, I don't, I don't see it, man. I see Andrew Wiley being a trade bait piece. Or so, what do you cut. think? What do you think? You know, I don't even think he'd get much on the trade market. I mean, he might be like a swap of sevenths or something like that. Like if oh, the team was really you're, in love, you're, you're not trading him for a pick. I don't think you're trading him for a player you like and someone else is getting rid of. Yeah, I guess you could try to do once, that too. Like, uh, the like th- this anger. is the air anger ward trade from back, right. or uh, even um, oh, who was the other one that they did something similar to that with? 
Um, uh, Murray and uh, was it Murray and yeah. Agba? Eric Murray and yeah, Agba. That yeah. swap. Like, yeah, we're done with this guy. You're done with that guy. Let's see if they fit in new places. Right. I could see that. And maybe they maybe they do that with another cornerback or. Uh, no, I don't, I don't think know, they're going to do that with a cornerback. They already did that. They already did the cornerback deal. They like that. They like Mike. It seems like. Well, they seem to like and, the the cornerbacks they have. They actually seem to like DeAndre Baker a lot more. That's what I'm thinking. They, I, that's that's what I've kind of gone back to. I really feel like they like DeAndre Baker a lot more than people are. People giving forget him what for. they were saying about him at the end of last season. Yeah, like there were there were some high praises for him, and I mean in the you know in the very limited sample size we saw, he didn't play terrible for coming in. Saying you know, the words, he's going to potentially be a starter next year. Yeah, before he had stepped on the. Field. Yeah, exactly. People. He's got like elevated from the practice squad a couple times for a few And weeks and I'm not talking 17. about like Joe Blow on Twitter said this. I'm talking about guys like Lewis Riddick and Matt Verderam. Yeah. And these guys are well wired into the league. Very especially wired that front office. If they're saying it, it's because somebody said it to them. They don't just come out and go, Oh look, I think I'm gonna shoot crap out into the air. No. So especially Lou Riddick, because I swear if the, he talks, it's either Andy or Brett. I don't know. That does seem it is kind of weird like that, huh? They have, a, I think they have a really good relationship. They didn't uh, Riddick work Philly with Andy for a long, yeah. long time. I was say he was with Andy and Philly for a while, so makes Lou's, sense. Lou's known Andy and Brett for a hot minute. It definitely makes sense. So, so like I said, they, it, it, DeAndre Baker didn't break his fibula last year. He's probably playing in the postseason, guys. Like telling you. Yeah. Um, just just being honest, like I, they started to really want to bring. There's there's a reason they went and scooped him up as soon as they figured out he was being extorted and not yeah. was not actually like exactly. And he I hasn't. Mean, I don't know. think he's touched the field yet during OTAs. Uh, no. I think he's no, 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 no. It'll be uh, it'll be till training camp to see really where they. Uh, him you might. I don't know. They may have held him out of OTAs, and they may be getting ready to see if he's going to do a little things at minicamp. He might do some mini, Yeah, he might do some things at minicamp, but I, I guess like everything, we're going to have to wait till OT or uh, till what's it called training camp until we can really see if he's working with the ones. Working yeah, with the yeah, twos, yeah. Working outside, inside. Well, that's because there are no ones and twos at this point, sir. There yeah, are, I guess there, yeah, are there are there are none. Uh, we don't have ones and twos yet. Yeah. Sarcasm, kids. Sarcasm. Sarcasm. So. That's uh that's some interesting interesting things to look at there. Uh, Long unfortunately out, but you know I think Trey Smith, uh, like you said, I think he might have a real shot at at contributing early if he you know if he continues the ball out like the way he is. Like Jeff Schwartz has been saying it, Matt Verdran has been saying it. Like if he's good to go, if he's ready, like you start him. And, and if you start him, there's no he's going not back. Coming yeah, out exactly. There's no going back. And he started at Tennessee as a true freshman. So I mean, and and man. Boy, can you? I tell you how important that is to have the whole right half of the offensive line be like eight dollars for the next five years. Yeah, like it's important, but it's also kind of risky. I mean, you know, you have three rookies essentially starting on the right side and your middle. If Creed Humphreys may obviously uh, uh, start, I don't even think we have to talk about Creed anymore. I yeah, think I think that's he, done. yeah, I think that's pretty done deal. But uh, that's there's some kids. there's some people who still like to cling. And, you know, I guess we'll never know. Um, I they got more camp. invested in him than they have in Blythe. Yeah, they exactly. Seem to like him more. Patrick's already been. I'm I'm good with it. I'm fine. It, yeah, I'm already adjusted to it. And he seems took, like a, he's already kind took of five a, snaps. He's Woo! already becoming a media guy too a little bit. So mm, Creed's a good uh, Creed's a good quote. He's good on Twitter. If you don't yeah. follow him on Twitter, he's a great Twitter. Um, he's 
if you go watch the OL film room, he did another one with Jeff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did another OL film study with Jeff Schwartz uh, yeah. on Fox. It was it's like eight minutes and it's fantastic. Go watch it. I encourage you highly to go watch it. Please remember who the guy he is sitting across from talking to about film with is a guy who played for this organization, played for this offense, played with whose brother was your stud start starting right tackle who might still, in the market. still come back and play this yeah, year. Yeah, he looks maybe. way too skinny, unfortunately. If you've seen some Instagram yeah, pictures of him, he looks he looks time. pretty skinny. Yeah, he was he had back surgery. That's true, but he is he's definitely seemed to slim down a little bit. Uh, I'm not ruling it out completely. Yeah, yeah. I've, I'm not either. I've been hinting at it for a while now. I've always kind of hinted at, ooh, we might get, you know, he might come I think, back. I, I wouldn't hate it. A... I would if he's ready, if he's coming back, I mean I would why would, why would anybody that. hate that? Yeah, because I mean I mean, him next to Trey Smith, like immediately Trey Smith is a well, thousand times better just because he and, has a proven guy on the outside of him. Like, and Lucas Niang gets to learn from freaking Mitchell Schwartz. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's also not a guarantee, you know, knock on I no wood. longer need Mike Rimmers. Yeah, exactly. That's one thing. That's another, you know, potential trade guy and, or and something guess like what? that. If you want to talk about a swing tackle, how about the best right tackle ever <laughs> at, at, at the position for for – what we've seen in the last ever is a little strong. Yeah, ever last fifteen strong, years. Yeah. at at in at in Kansas City. Yep, we haven't had a right tackle that good since Willie Rofe. Correct, and Willie Rofe was a totally different type of tackle than Mitch because that dude. If y'all have ever seen Willie Rofe, if you're new Chiefs fans, please God go Google a photo of Willie Rofe. Yeah, and the whole and the whole early Chiefs. Oh, that whole offensive, offensive line was insane. Just in, but incredible. Mitch's Mitch's. An all-pro four times. He's an absolute stud. And, yeah, I'd be more comfortable with using him as your backup swing tackle and making him play right or left if somebody went down than Mike Rimmers or Andrew Wiley. Yeah. I think it's, and they clearly don't trust Rankin. Yeah, I think it's a, uh, it's a, great, it's a, it's a great hope. And I definitely but I also don't know want if he wants to happen. To play. Yeah, we'll that's see. the other thing. I, I don't know. I just I mean, he might just enjoy, you know, the the off season, the the grilling, the the family being a father, you he's know. He's got plenty of life after football things. Exactly. He's got a lot of media stuff going on. He's got, you know, he's got plenty. I mean, he's built that great new house in Kansas City. Like he can enjoy just being a father, you know. Father's Day right around the corner and, you know, it's just uh you know, he might just be happier uh, uh enjoying retirement in life, you know. Yeah, I don't blame him. And like I said, uh, at that point, it makes perfect sense. Like, if he's yeah. done, he's done. And that's fantastic. That's fine. I'm happy for the guy. But if he wants to play, yeah, no, done. Down. Come on. Come on back, my friend. Come on back. And speaking of if he's done, and speaking of Father's Day, Father's Day, Father's Day is right around the corner, like I said. And you probably need a gift for any of your fathers. He might be Harry, a Harry dad, a recently retired offensive lineman. You know, they might need a great gift. And if you need a gift, make your dad proud this year and get him and yourself the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right. The Lawnmower 4.0. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code SAYITAGAIN at manscaped.com. Listen, Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming and just launched the Lawnmower 4.0. Imagine imagine surprising your dad with a sleek, well-designed, and optimized body hair trimmer that says, Your balls will thank you on the box. Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. 
And you might ask, how is this Lawnmower 4.0 different from other trimmers? Well, this upgraded trimmer includes a multi-function on-off switch that can engage a travel lock. This is a great feature if your father or yourself do a lot of traveling. It also gives you the ability to turn on the 4000K, that's right, 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. You can now shave your balls in the dark. The Lawnmower 4.0 even allows you to customize your trim throughout through additional guard lengths with sizes 1 through 4. And it has a new wireless charging system using electromagnetic induction, which can help battery length last longer. Yeah, you heard that right. Wireless charging ball trimmers are a real thing now. Have you ever seen a nose bush sticking out of your dad's nose? Well, the Weed Whacker nose and ear trimmer, near, nose and ear hair trimmer is the best nose hair trimmer on the market and the perfect gift for your pops. They also have other amazing products like cologne, the Crop Mop Ball Wipes, the Crop Reviver Ball Toner, and Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. And for all the females listening, you'll appreciate this part. Manscaped products are cruelty-free, paraben-free, dye-free, and vegan. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code SAYITAGAIN at manscaped.com. Get your, get your dad a gift you know they will use. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. Reach new career heights with University of Maryland's Robert H. Smith School of Business. Flexible MBA and MS options. GMAT and GRE not required. Learn more at go.umd.edu slash smithschool. University of Maryland Smith School of Business. Inspired, fearless, unstoppable. V- vegan... Ball care products, baby. If you need go. some vegan ball hair products, Manscaped's got you covered, it seems like. That is great, great Father's Day gift for uh, for any of your dads out there. It, on a serious note, y'all, he, he, we're, not, we're not just out here pumping it. We, we both have the products they're talking about. We both yeah. use the product they're talking about. It's a great product. You should great. definitely go get it. Code, oh, definitely say go it get again. It. All right. Is it, is it say it again or say it again 20? Say it again. Say it again. Yep. I always want to put the 20 at the end, but it's 20% <laughs> off. So. It's 20% off plus free shipping, so pretty crazy yeah. little deal there um what else do we got to talk about today kyle oh uh well we still don't have an extension for the guy that i think is probably the most important piece on the defense and he's been at his twitter fingeries again although we're quote unquote not supposed to care about things he tweets and then deletes or doesn't delete but yeah the honey badger is it's just hard away. it's just hard it is some hard. of the stuff it's like you can only mean it so many ways like, like you can really translate it like you can you can interpret it in a lot of different ways, I guess, but like really, I don't know. It just it always comes down to like what is the main thing in their life, and it's like I guess if you think about it as football, then yeah, might you know all of his tweets might be about football, but you know he might just be sure. might and be tweeting fair. out random you know song lyrics just because you know. Yeah. And you, I don't and know. you see guys that do that, but this yeah. is, feels very Chris Jonesy from yeah, last year. We saw this very, very, very similar I, situation. That's all I'm saying. I've even seen worse, this movie. It was before. even worse, honestly, with Chris Jones last yeah, year. He was, Chris was he was just full hot. on like replying to people. Say, I mean, I guess Tyron was too, but Tyron just deletes them like after five minutes. So it's just like. Eh, Chris was mad. I don't think Tyron's yeah. mad. Tyron's not Tyron... mad. He just, I don't know. 
It, it feels yeah, it's, it's a weirder vibe with Tyron, weird. but I, don't, I just don't, I don't envision know. him not resigning. That dude's hard to read, regardless. Just yeah, based he on is how a very hard to read guy. But it is what it is, man. Like I just want to see him back in a uniform. Yeah, change I just, number. I really don't see. Change your number. I don't care. Whatever yeah, you want to do, take that. Uh, yeah, really? I guess take take twenty one. Really ain't here no more. You can go take twenty one now. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. I just feel like from everything that the organization has said about him, like I just feel like there's no way they don't resign him. Like. I agree. I just it, it, we're we're finally getting to that point where it's about time to put pen on paper because yeah, exactly. this is this is where about where we started to have that last year. And we do have some contracts. we do have some a little bit of salary cap salary cap space. Um, you know, there a lot of people were speculating it might be for uh, for Julio, but unfortunately, he's not. He's not. Uh, no, we're going to be uh, playing him this year. Yeah, we will be seeing so. Julio in the number two for the Titans, but. Yeah, so we have some calorie, salary cap space. I wish you want to say calorie cap. Calorie cap. Calorie cap. What, you, got a di- you got diets on the mind or something? You've been something like that. Watching your, watching your figure? I don't think you need to too much over there. <laughs> yeah, definitely not doing that. But um, um, what, about, uh, what about our friend and slime mate for the honey badge that we were just talking about? Uh, if you guys aren't familiar, Charvarius Ward signed his uh, oh, yeah. Tinder and Tyron tweeted out slime season with a picture of those two, so. Yeah. That's why I called him a slime mate. I'm not <laughs> calling Strawberry a slimey. It was Tyrant's words, not mine. Just What's saying. up, kids? What's up, my slime mate? Hello, my fellow children. <laughs> Yeah, so Charverius Ward officially signed his tag. He hasn't been at OTAs. He's been away uh, training. I believe it was down in Florida. or Yeah, I thought that. I think it was Florida. Florida or Texas, but he was down training uh, per uh, athletic report uh, with some other DBs. But, you know, he'll, he'll probably be showing up, I guess, to minicamp. I expect him at minicamp yeah. now that he signed his now tender. Now that he's finally signed, which, you know, a lot of people were kind of bagging on him for. It's like, no. Why? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> he's he's not signed with the team, like. Just go work out and can't, stay healthy. Can't, yeah, can't can't go to the facility because you don't have your paperwork done. So yeah, it's like, and he knows. I mean, he knows the defense already. He's been in it for a two, couple of years now. So just don't get hurt. Yeah, exactly. Just don't get hurt. Stay healthy and and uh, be ready for for when the real work gets done. Yeah, which is next week they start mini camp, and yeah. then he'll be there for mini camp, and then we'll have training camp. Like I don't the Ward thing. Anybody that was wild, wired up about him not signing, I'm like, you, you, you just what you 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 woke up and chose something to be upset about for the day, didn't you? You that's had how, to. That's like, all it always is. Like how? Like what? Like, like that's not that's not worthy of of upset or frustration for that. Not not so whatsoever. Nope. And same thing about Larry about yeah. the doctor him not being at OTS. I don't. I, I, I don't still think he's don't ever know. been at OTAs. Yeah, like, that, going back to yeah, his that career, is I don't one think he's, thing because he's always. I think I been heard Teicher, off... I think Teicher said that on eight ten today that he's never really been at OTAs, and because I, he's usually I remember working that going on back because he's degree. on med school. Yeah, he's yeah. usually working on his med school degree <laughs> in the offseason. He's a come freaking back. doctor. Kid. Yeah, like come on now. And also, I'm still not sure if like the Canada restrictions or all thing like that, where he can you know travel back and forth well, or whatever. You can't, well, you can, but you have to quarantine, and it's on your dime, and you gotta like. And, you know, he now, still might... the NHL is getting permission to let the their American teams go up there. Yeah, but they can't be around any of the general. They're basically in a bubble once they get there. Like they're in their hotel room, they play their games, and then they go home. They don't get they don't go out in the public. They can't do anything. So yeah, so I'm not sure how how that works, but he'll be here. Yeah. You know, On the bright side, the NFL doesn't deal. have to worry about that circus because they don't have many teams in Canada. Yeah, exactly. Not yet, at least. Yeah. 
No, and I don't think you will see him in Canada, but you're going to probably see him in Europe. If you didn't see the announcement, they're looking at Germany for a possible expansion uh, yeah, you'll for see more games, games to be played in. Yeah, I, I know. I think eventually there's going to be a Europe division. They've tried I, it on and off before, and I think there's eventually going to be a way it gets done. I'm not sure, just because of the logistics of it. Like, you have to have guys... You know, literally oh, moving know. to a different country and oh, having I the know. passports and everything like that, and then plus, like you'd have to have a, uh, a, a, a like a training facility basically in the states if you wanted to have guys in for workouts and everything like that, because you know they might not have their paperwork done and everything like that. It would be a it'd be a very it'd logistical a thing. I which agree, but the one team I could see may, it be doing. Or you it may be, see them just putting up another league that's totally separate. That's like a like minor a, league, like NFL Europe. Europe back in the day. Yeah, yeah, which yeah is but exactly actually, like. Did not like letting that fail and become a yeah. mess. There were some successful guys. Adam Vinatieri. Kurt Warner. Didn't Kurt Warner play over in NFL Europe? He might have, yeah. There's I been, swear he played a year or two guys, in Europe. Yeah, that have gone over there and you know, it's a it's a wild it's a wild place. I I I've heard some crazy stories of NFL Europe. <laughs> yeah. There's some some of those old quotes about playing in NFL Europe for some of those older guys that played in it, you're like, what? Yeah. Like okay. it's, it was so different. It was different back then, but you know, something like that could happen, or you know, maybe uh, they're the definitely going to keep putting games over there. Maybe the XFL and the the CFL, maybe they make a Europe branch because they're starting a new. I think they're starting a new like super or not super league, I guess, but I guess that's what you could call it. But I think they're starting a are new they, league. Are they trying to combine? I think leagues? they're trying. Is that to. where you're? They're talking about merging the XFL and the Canadian league. Yeah, that's what that's what the, the huh. reports where they've at least been in talks of working with each other. With each, uh, well, with you each know, other. you know, Mr. Ballers himself, Dwayne mm-hmm. the Rock Johnson and crew own that XFL, the defunct XFL now. So, yeah. So, who knows? They just re uh, renamed one of their teams, the Edmonton Elks. Hmm. A little fan, little, little fun thing they did. I little, guess. Little fun, little fun off season. Yeah, little fun off season news. Nothing else about. to talk about. So, all right. Here's Speaking a football of news. that, we got one more thing, and we're gonna finish the show on this because. Chiefs Twitter got a little up in arms the other day because our friend over on the Arrowhead Attic podcast, that would be uh, co-hosted with Matt Bertram, that's Patrick Allen, he tweeted what always turns into a rock fight, Jamal Charles or Priest Holmes? Question mark. And naturally, Chiefs Twitter you know what exploded. happened in the comments. Yeah. Chiefs Twitter, like always, exploded and had a lot of a lot of harsh takes, a lot of uh, so, surprising takes. Uh, no, no. At this point, I've seen that argument every. Yeah, it's it, literally it comes every up, off season. It comes up every off season. It's just because there's nothing to talk about. Um, but I just thought I wanted to bring it up and discuss it because, first of all, both running backs, incredible running backs, very okay? great. Running I grew backs. up. I watched them both. I I have the distinct privilege and pleasure of being old enough to remember both of them when they were in their prime. Yeah, I was a little too young for uh, for Jamal, Priest. or for Priest, rather, but I did witness Jamal, and yeah. And but I've seen, you know, I've gone back and watched tons of Priest so, highlights. So they've I'm going to ask you, Jamal yeah. or Priest? Yeah, so for me, it's cl- very clearly Jamal. Uh, Priest, I will say, has the best three-year rant spun span of uh, any running back in NFL history, probably. Yes. Uh, his, I don't was, think there's anything. I believe close. it was, what, 01 through 03 or 02 through 04, but... Something uh, like that. Yeah, he, he ran had, bonkers. Yeah, he had a, a crazy, crazy uh, you know, three-year span there. He was just... I mean, and for, you know, to, to his detract, I guess, he was running behind the greatest Chiefs line that yeah. we've ever 2001 seen. 2001 really. to 2003. He yeah. had... He was... 
Pro Bowl, first team All Pro. Just to let me just give you those three seasons real yep. quick. Um, 1,555 yards on 327 carries and eight touchdowns, um, 4.8. 1,615 yards and 21 touchdowns, 105 first downs in 2002. That's absurd, by the way. Um, and then 1,420 yards and 27 touchdowns in 2003. All of those on 327, 313, and 320 carries, respectively. Now, yes, that offensive line was friggin' bonkers. Bananas. Sure. Yeah. That doesn't but... take away from the part where he was unstoppable. Oh, yeah. yeah. He had 2,287 yards per scrimmage in o- from, from o- in 02, 2,169 in 01. Both of those led the league. Um, and led the league in rushing and receiving touchdowns in 2002 and 2003, 24 yeah. and 27, respectively. He was a beast. It's no He's question about that. Unfortunately, though, numbers. yeah, unfortunately, though, for him, he only had, you know, really that three year span un- until uh, the injury bug kind of caught now, him. He had a thousand, he had a thousand in his first year, his second year in Baltimore. Yeah. He, yeah. He was kind and of like 890 and 04, but that he ended was up it. getting like, replaced in Baltimore by, uh, by yep. Jamal Lewis, I believe. Yep. And uh, so he came over to KC and became our feature back. And then, unfortunately, the injury bug hit him a little bit in 04 and then especially in 05. Shortened up that career in 04 yeah. and 05. He played eight and seven games, went for 890 yards in eight games in 04. So, again, if he plays 16, he's on pace for 1,600 exactly, yards. Exactly, yeah. So it's just, you know, it's a, he, he's, he'll always be a legend and he'll always be probably a top five running back in Chiefs history easily, probably even top three. Uh, but Jamal Jesus. Charles. I just realized he had 115 yards a game in 2002. Yeah, I mean that's it's it's bananas wow. numbers. He was just running right through those defenses. Uh, unfortunately, the Chiefs defense at the time wasn't the greatest either. Unfortunately, so. the Chiefs defense was atrocious. Yeah, <laughs> so we didn't make it very far in the playoffs. But um, Jamal Charles though he is, I mean the highest yards per carry in NFL history, like. That's that yep. just kind of speaks for itself. Like the guy was literally untouchable. Like he had a different gear than everyone else. His speed, his agility, his quickness, like and his pass catching and like everything he offered. Like he was Christian McCaffrey before Christian McCaffrey. Like he was a uh, receiving back and a running back. Like he was a um, dominant in both. All right, you. I, I, I just wanna. I just wanna say this. This is what I. We talk about the three years that Priest put together. Jamal, 2012, 1,500 yards, five touchdowns on 285 carries. So less carries, yeah, about the same yards, way less touchdowns. 2013, 1,287 yards on 259 carries, 12 touchdowns, led the league. 2014, 206 carries, 1,000 yards, nine touchdowns. 2011, he was injured. 2010, 1,467 yards on 230 carries. Five touchdowns. 2009, 1,120 yards on 190 carries. Yeah, he was not utilized very much in his early years with the Chiefs, uh, very stupidly. Todd freaking Haley. Yeah, so. So when you want to talk about three-year span, that's fine and all, but Jamal did it for six with an injury sandwich in there, and he was behind a god-awful, and I'm sorry, I'm not trying to slander people but that line sucked yeah nowhere near compared to what priest holmes was working with and and no weapons they had nobody else to stop no 
And he just did it anyway. And he did it on less carries. So, no. I'm sorry. Uh, it's For me, it's Jamal. And I really, really love Priest. Priest, I had a Priest jersey. He was one of the first jerseys. So I. I had a Gonzalez yeah. jersey and a Priest jersey when I was a kid. Was I have a Priest and jerseys. a Jamal jersey. So you can... I have, I, you bet you behind I have a Jamal Charles jersey. But, yeah, it doesn't Johnson fit jersey. me anymore because I'm – it was – I'm yeah. I outgrew it. But, I also have a Larry Johnson jersey just to throw that out there. I do too, but that's the uh, – I don't touch that jersey every time we do. we lo- I, Every time I do, we lose a game. Great so player. Hell of a player in his time. Yeah, and that's, and where that's the conversation exactly where stops. I'm going to leave that. And that's where the conversation stops. But, yeah, Jamal, just absolutely incredible. And Seth Kaiser, I mean, his wrote, he's wrote Look, extensively man. about why Jamal Charles should be in the Hall of Fame. It's There's too much for me to explain, but – it's, it's in there. Just yeah, it's in there. It's, I believe it's a free-to-read Jamal Charles. There's been, there's definitely um, been, yeah, he's definitely released a couple of them that have been free Well, yeah, to but read. The, the recent one is is on his Chief in the North, and it is a free, it was a free-to-read. Go, yeah. go read it. Go find if that think, because. He'll tell you, it shows you, he breaks it down. Yeah, he's really good at it. Very clearly breaks it down as a surefire Hall of Famer. Unfortunately, you know, his, he only had like a six, seven year span, really. So like, that's kind of his, to his discredit, discredit but like. Still Todd Ellie's fault. Yeah, I, I that don't. is Todd Haley's fault, and I mean, even I have nothing that, else like, to say, but Todd Haley's fault. There's zero reason why he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. It's going to be a tough bid, I think. To they get don't him have there, any. But... He, he doesn't have any postseason stuff because yeah. the teams he played for all sucked. 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 Except for his like last couple years when he got to Andy, and yeah. even then it was like, yeah, they're good, but not enough. Not enough. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting when his name does come up for Hall of Fame consideration. Uh, Yards per carry leader. Yeah, in history, NFL like, history, like it's it's crazy numbers that he put up every game. Like he also, his dominant game versus the Raiders, where he had four receiving touchdowns that one time. The like, screen game where yeah, they the just screen, told him they it ran was coming the same screen every single game, every single play. And I, scored. if you haven't, if you haven't yet, Jeff Schwartz and Jeff Allen talk about that that game all the time. Yeah, and how they basically were just telling them what was coming and then doing and it then, anyway, and then dancing in their face afterwards. Oh like, God, that. <laughs> That game is one of my all-time. Yeah, that is an, that is an all-time Chief game right there. Like we're, the we're not going to do all our. Maybe we'll do this next week. We'll do some or next episode. We'll do some our favorite we'll some, Chiefs moments yeah. throughout history. That way, Tom's here because you guys noticed our friendly neighborhood long-bearded bald man is not available for this evening. Nope. Um, he had to be. He was called in. Yeah, called in. Called in to work. His a uh, wonderful job. So. Yeah, we'll leave that alone too. I'm not going down that pathway. <laughs> anyway, um, but we'll do that some next week. We may see if we can't have a guest on. Maybe have somebody come on. They we can do a larger group with the memories. Have mm-hmm. some more fun on that route. Yeah. Um, so, and it's off season content time. So guess what, kids? Gotta We're going to be coming up content. with all kinds of stuff to talk about for y'all. So. Yep. So that'll be about it for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to check us out on socials on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at Kingdom Says Pod. Uh, go ahead and give us a, a rating, like, review, uh, all that. Hit subscribe on iTunes, whatever you need, download, all that good stuff. We really appreciate it. We really appreciate, all, appreciate you all listening, and we will see you next week. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat? Just stop. This is in 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to anyone that texts EASY to 203203.
Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part? Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let Bosley show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text EASY to 203203. That's E-A-S-Y to 203203. Mobile phone companies say they offer their home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.